Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the big stories here of the day. One, we should get you ready for the finale of the regular season for the Texans. They travel on the road to Indianapolis and Yes, you would generally think two teams uh, that stink this lot on the line, but it does, especially for the Texans. Uh, with a loss or a Bears win, the Texans, uh, they will they will be the number one pick in the draft and have their pick. And this is a draft, Clint, where you want to have the number one pick with the quarterbacks that are up there in this draft compared to other years. But this is the shot. Uh, We'll get you the injury report when that comes out, and we'll see if they have any guys on there that may potentially miss uh, for the Texans. But what we do know is it is Wednesday, and already Wednesday morning the Bears have made the decision to to shut down uh, Justin Fields, who's been their star quarterback and has been uh, the, the positive for that team. Uh, he had a chance, Clint, to uh, to set the rushing record. He was 64 yards short. And hell, he's been getting that hell on one run at times. He was yep. 64 mm-hmm. yards short of setting the uh, single 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 season record, rushing record for quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson reached it uh, during his MVP season, where he rushed for 12 1,206 yards. He was 64 yards off of that, so that will not be set. But it is a clear sign. I don't know if the the Bears are tanking. I'm not going to accuse anybody of trying to lose on purpose because I do think Matt Eberflus is Matt Eberflus is trying to set a culture, but their chances of winning against the Vikings in a game that I think the Vikings care about have gone way down with uh, with Justin Fields playing, and that that is not good news for the Texans if you are one who hopes they get the number one pick. Well, look in, in Chicago, the, the method of the madness makes sense. I mean, look, it, it would be a crying shame if if you're your franchise quarterback, at least the guy you hope turns into your franchise quarterback and doesn't just lead the, the set rushing records. Hopefully he can do things in the past game as well moving forward. Um, he, he's shown major improvement throughout the year. And the crazy, the, the, I mean, the, the worst thing you do is get him hurt in the last game of the season. The worst thing you could do is win a ball game where if, if you only lost, you'd have a chance to have the number one overall pick and trade that pick down because you don't need a quarterback. The price of admission is is C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. That's what I was going to say. Explain that to people because there are a lot of people rolling in 
the Bears aren't going to take a quarterback, so what what, is, what does it matter? Well, they, the, the thing is, is that they have the number one overall pick, right? You get your pick between C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Will Levis. And and the the Texans, at, at everybody would be trying to get ahead of the Texans who would be at number two. And the only way you could do that would be to get real aggressive and make a trade with Chicago. So that first round pick, the number one overall pick that Chicago would have, uh, if the Texans do in, indeed win, um, then then or I guess they got to win too. But but at that point in time, that pick would become the only way for a team, really outside of you know the the Texans and and the Bears to move up yeah. and get the quarterback they wanted. Indy could move up and get the quarterback that they wanted. That's the closest one to home here. Um, but there's several teams in the NFL. You mentioned Carolina earlier. There's a ton of teams that would want to move up and to have their pick between those three quarterbacks. The Carolina's having meetings with Jim Harbaugh. Like, hey, how aggressive are we gonna get? Yeah, yeah. How no, long? I mean, look, it, it would be, it would be huge. So the, the it, there's to me, you look at Chicago and it's like there's no sense in getting Justin Hurt. The style of game that he he's playing right now, obviously the rushing record you just talked about. It's more conducive to getting injured than than otherwise, and and the game ultimately doesn't mean anything for you to win it. So, um, it makes sense for Justin Fields not to be playing, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, and and it makes sense, like to me, like that. Clint, that the Texans have to come out of this thing with the number one pick after everything, and I, I'm not saying they've done it on purpose or anything. I don't believe that they've been tanking on purpose, but Clint, you have gotten to this point. And really, the only thing right now that is that is making them in this situation is that tie they had week one against the Colts, right? That is that is that is why the Bears have a chance if they lose because they're gonna because because the, the Bears have four wins and and the Texans have three, but they got that tie, and if they both end up with four, obviously, you know they won't have as many losses as the Bears and they'll jump them, but. They have to come away with this this number one pick. They, they put themselves in this place, and the difference between having your opportunity to choose what you want to do, right? I Listen, I know what the hell I think they should do, but at least they got the opportunity to draft Bryce Young or draft C.J. Stroud or draft Will Levis or move down and acquire more picks to get some like, – or to draft – Will Anderson or 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 who any anybody they want like you want to have the opportunity to to get everything that you want to get and to do and to, to be able to control this draft and that is imperative and boy they've done everything they could to do it up to this yeah. point like well it, that that's that's the thing like I, this is the first time in my life if I'm being completely honest a team that I root for I'm 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 rooting for them to to ultimately tank and not put their best foot forward and lose this ball game. And the only reason I can I can arrive there is because I know what's at the end of the rainbow, right? I mean, mid year you're tanking. You're like, man, you're gonna do all this tanking. You're gonna crush your team. You're gonna, you're, I mean, you're, you're gonna like it's the integrity of the game, and and you're go, you're talking about several weeks of it, and you don't know the outcome. Like you don't know what it's gonna result in. Like we know right now that if the Texans lose this ball game, they will have. The, the pick of the litter. They will – whoever, quarterback, D-line, edge rusher, doesn't matter. They will have their pick of the litter. And if they wanted to trade it down, it is an unbelievably valuable number one yes. overall pick, not like last year where the earliest quarterback right. taken was Kenny Pickett. I like, mean, I might not agree with it, but maybe they really think Will Levis is the guy. 
and they could trade down to what three or four or wherever, yep. and still get their guy and have a, a boatload. I mean, to be honest, I hope they don't do it. But at one with these quarterbacks up here, like you're talking two, three first round picks. Yeah, and 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 more. Like yeah, the, you're, you're talking about there's at least about Deshaun. There's at least two quarterbacks in his the draft Deshaun with did. CJ and Bryce that are that are considered franchise picks. I mean, I, I mean that's and Will Will Levis may end up in. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think he he should or or will. But but I haven't seen anything other than game film. So we'll see as the evaluation process goes along. It may end up costing me. What are you? Will Levis? What do we yeah, bet? A hundred. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Look at so. I, at the end of the day, I mean, those are two guys that are that are widely viewed as franchise quarterbacks. Um, you can argue with Bryce Young that there's a skill set there that that is is extremely unique um, that doesn't come around often. And so, look, I, I think I think that the Texans. This is a game where I think they got to do everything they can to lose this ball game to to be positioned where they're at right now. And, and not get the number one overall pick and have to settle with whoever number one overall pick that that team chooses, just settle with whoever and adjust accordingly, I think would be a shame. Yeah. To, to put it to, uh, to an understanding, even if you get up there and you want to trade, which I would be against, the Browns, when they, uh, when they were sitting in the two spot and the Eagles came up to go get Carson Wentz, the Browns received the eighth pick that the Eagles had, 2016 third-round pick, 2016 fourth-round pick, 2017 first-round pick, 2018 second-round pick. Ooh, that's a load, boys. Two, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you believe Will Levis or something that, like that is like that is, and that's the number two pick. Yeah. Then you just you just hold all the cards, man. And I, I don't mean, think, and I don't think that Carson Wentz. I, no, I think I know Carson Wentz is not held to the regard that Bryce Young and 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 C.J. Stroud is right now. He's come from a small school, like it was still, like he came on light late. Like I I think these guys are thought of to be even even more ready than, than Carson Wentz was when he came out. So, I mean that that's I mean that's that's a big that's a big deal right there. So, Texans, you've been doing it right now. This ain't the week to stop targeting Rex Burkhead. This ain't the week to to, to nah, you can start him. Start, start him, man, let, let him, him. Yeah, start, throw go, it to man. him. Throw it to him. <laughs> Freaking didn't really I mean, even he, think about it. He lead, this is, you want to have Boy, him lead the weekend I, touches. This is it. I am dead serious, man. I mean, I, I don't know why, and I hate to hate to do this, to Texans fans, but I feel like this is a week where Rex is going to go for a buck twenty, couple touchdowns, probably catch one too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Buckner's in the game. We'll see if we'll see oh, who we'll man. see who they put out there. The Colts. Someone texted earlier, wouldn't you think the Colts would love the Texans to have the number two pick? And, oh, and no maybe, question. And maybe they, them to go down if they could help it. No question. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll To see. not have to deal the Colts, to not have to deal with the Texans with that number one overall pick and not because they're going to they're gonna try to get there because they got to get a quarterback. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. They could go put themselves in the space to trade up to go get it. Yeah. So, not only would they be screwing the Texans yeah. with, with just overall getting getting to the set, number two overall pick, but hell, it'd be, it'd be meaning that they're, they're now going to negotiate with Chicago and not Houston. Not an in-division opponent yeah. to trade down from the first round to the first overall pick if they if the Texans wanted to. Yeah, they want to. So, yeah, man, this is 
Tyler is the one who's going to be rooting hard for the Texans in this game and will be pissed. That's not what I said. I know it's you're going to be rooting for the Texans, aren't you, during the game? Yes, but I understand the logic of it all. If they were to lose and lock in the number one pick, then I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be upset about that. I'm just not going to actively be rooting for the team I'm a fan of to lose. Five minutes after the game, if they lose a heartbreaker, you're going to be mad. No. I think five minutes after the game, Tyler's going to throw a hat or something. No, (laughs) I I don't foresee that in the future. Tyler's going to be the only one up there pissed off if Davis Mills throws a pick six to start the game. Maybe not the only one. There's others out there. He's going to be mad because he's got a jersey. Yeah. Now that I'm really actually still kind of pissed off about. but yeah. Finally, you called quits on that. Big three and three. Number two. All right, big news at college football, Clint. Um, this according to Billy Lucci of Tex-Ags. Uh, breaking news, Jimbo Fisher and A&M are finalizing a deal with Bobby Petrino to become the Aggies offensive coordinator. This from ESPN. A report Fisher has uh, always called his own plays on offense and is one of the uh, the diminishing number of head coaches that actually do so. And although he will still be heavily involved in the Aggies offense, sources tell ESPN that Petrino will take over primary play-calling duties. So there is a lot there. I wonder what the hell heavenly, heavily evolved means. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Read it off sliced bread. I'm just going to tell you all right now. Heavily. Unless Bobby Petrino walks in this room right now and says, yeah, man, I agreed to come in, I agreed to come to College Station and I agreed to, to, to allow Jimbo Fisher to, to be heavily involved in my offense. Unless Bobby Petrino walks in and says that to me, I'm not going to believe it for a split second. There is zero chance, zero chance that Bobby Petrino took the A&M job and agreed to Jimbo Fisher being heavily involved in his offense. He don't need it. He, why would Bobby do that? Why, I mean, Bobby don't need it. Maybe maybe he thinks this is his route, like Steve Sarkeesian, to get himself back to a, a big job, and he'll take this, but he probably could have done it at UNLV. Bobby don't need it. Bob, I mean, Bobby could have... You think this is the only big school that offered Bobby Petrino an OC job? I'm telling you, man, this dude, I mean, he is the reputation, the way he left Arkansas, the the, the, the way he the, the way he is, because he hadn't changed that much, but the way he was definitely turns people off, no question about it. But the one thing that, that people will put up with the Bobby Petrinos of the world for is to win ballgames. And, and I'm just telling you, there's you give Bobby the 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 dudes like like Jimbo and AM can. Bobby will light this thing on fire. Yeah, Promise you. You know what? That's one I want to – because Tyler and a lot of other uh, 12th man uh, fans are really, really excited. And I think they should be because I think it signifies a lot. One, as you're saying, I think I think with Bobby Petrito and his history, you would think the offense would be better than it has been. And two, I think it is a huge, huge show of Jimbo Fisher understanding the climate of what's going on and checking his ego at the door – it's saying, all right, we got to get better, and it starts with me stepping back from office. I think that's huge. But, Clint, this is what I want to know from you, and I and I think Tyler and a lot of Aggie fans want to get the real. Because you, you, you cover college football, and you've watched him. I think you've watched Bobby Petrino up close at Arkansas when he was there, and you've watched him recently. See, Jimbo had a lot of success back back when uh, 
Jimbo's offense has had a lot of success back when Bobby Petrino was was running it yeah. in Arkansas and successful. But now it seems archaic and old. Like, is Bobby running the same offense? Is there some new – like, in Bobby's offense, because the Bobby Petrino, I remember, hell yeah, they were successful at Arkansas and even at times at Louisville because he had Lamar Jackson. But is his offense translating right now to today's game? It's not old and archaic the way that, that, that Jimbo's is? No. No, no, no. So you not, believe his offense is still not one bit. Look, look. I, I think here's a couple of things that are different. I, I, I think Jimbo, Jimbo is is just philosophically more of a pro style guy. Not necessarily pro style as in two back, run the ball downhill, but just an old school pro style um, approach to football. Bobby is more of a West Coast spread facing, um, spacing concepts. And and does it with with literally huge cojones, man. I mean, he he is he is going to stretch the field vertically. His quarterback number one is going to know exactly what's what's going on. His quarterbacks are, are going to know where to go with the football. Um, everybody on the field is going to know where to be. I, look, I, I think I think the biggest difference when I watch when I watch Jimbo a Jimbo Fisher offense, I don't believe pe- folks knew what they were doing. I don't believe the offensive line knew which direction they were going in protection. I don't believe the quarterbacks knew uh, where they should go with the football versus certain pressures or versus certain uh, coverages. I, I don't. I don't believe that the wide receivers saw saw pressures, felt pressure. I don't believe the wide receivers knew where they were supposed to be and were disciplined within their routes. I don't believe there was any rhyme or reason for for uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher taking shots. All of that is going to be completely re- regardless of scheme and philosophy. All of that is going to be totally different with Bobby Petrino. You're going to know where you're supposed to be, and if you can't get there and be there consistently, then he's going to find somebody else that can because his system can do more with less than than than, uh, than a lot of systems out there. So, you know, I, I think for, I think schematically, because Jimbo talked about I mean, Jimbo, wouldn't, he wasn't afraid to try to attack you vertically. Yeah. I mean, hell, he'd tell you going into halftime, we got to hit some vertical shots. I, mean, I don't mind conversation. But, but there's – so that there's probably some – some some uh, some bleed bleed over from one offense to the other, but but I, I just I just think Bobby's going to take things to a whole nother level. There there he is an offensive guru. I, I think Jimbo Jimbo called plays for for some really talented offenses in his time. Mm-hmm. In his time, because it's not translating anymore. What he did in, in with with Florida State with well, with it, him but, is it, just it, not... it could, but show it could be so many. Like, is it is it not? Is it the offense in terms of like legit the the X's and O's? Is it is it Jimbo's inability to to uh, uh, you know coach coach it to the to the, the 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 detail that he needs to and be the head coach in in today's game? Is it today's athletes that just that he can't relate to and he can't get across to? I don't know what it is, but but I know it's an absolute CF every time I turn turn an Aggie football game on. And anybody that tells you any different is is completely lying to you. Yeah. Um. And, and that will not. This there will be an offensive, there will be an offensive product on the field for the Aggies that that um, that everybody can be proud of. Yeah. So here we go. There you go. That's that's what they needed to do. That's what Jimbo needed to do, and he uh, he did. Big three and three, number three. All right. Uh, update on the biggest story in in sports right now, and that is the health of Demar Hamlin, uh, the safety for the Bills, who. Um, who was involved in the uh, collision uh, in the game Monday night, which uh, he had to have CPR on the field 
uh, and they had to uh, bring him back to life. Uh, the biggest story here many people have been talking about. He is in the hospital still almost uh, uh, almost two days uh, since the incident happened on Monday night. Clint, there have been some positive some positive uh, reports coming out. Jordan Rooney, who is a, a family friend, has really become their spokesperson. He's been giving reports to the media. Uh, told ESPN that Hamlin is uh, still still sedated, but doctors saw promising promising readings overnight from him that they had hoped to see by Wednesday morning. So Hamlin's agent, also Ron Butler, told ESPN's Jeremy Fowler on Tuesday night that Hamlin's oxygen levels have improved. So um, so good news coming uh, coming there as well. By the way, yeah. the Texans they um, they also made a donation to his GoFundMe. Uh, ten thousand and three dollars. A lot of people are putting a, a total and then adding three for his Remember number him. at the end. So um, that is the latest there. Positive news. We'll continue to move that and push that past. I saw a report too where his uncle, his uncle yeah. had, had said that he had he had uh, his heart had stopped. They had to beating. give him a, a, again. At, they at they the corrected that. Oh, did they? They corrected that. The uncle actually corrected that and oh. said that it did not happen. It was only once on the field. Once. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I was watching that report. I was watching him when he did the interview, and he said that. Uh, so uh, we'll continue to keep you updated on that. All right. I know this has been really frustrating for, the, for Texans fans, but there is something that is happening in the NFL right now that I think will take your frustration level if you're a Texans fan even higher. We'll discuss that and let you know what that is coming up next on The Drive. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. You know, I don't mean to get you riled up, try to get you riled up. I do like to, to, to kind of bring some things to the table and make you think a little bit. The showman. And maybe pull a little emotion. Okay, maybe I lied. So I do, I, I do like to pull a little emotion, get you thinking. I thought of Tyler and other fighting. You left off one thing that you like to do, too, is just piss people off. That's piss I mean, people you, you, off. You, you, you can dance just all around right it, pull it's a little not, emotion, it's, no, make it's you not think. No, nah, you just it's really enjoy pissing folks off. I don't off. enjoy that. Now no, he's got the if, red if, carpet. We're wanting to get into a controversy. Appreciate, appreciate that the guy, that out, Bob. That guy. What's the guy's name again? 
The great Jim Nance, Jim that Nance. show pissed off in all of 10 seconds. He deserves everything anyway. Oh, it's always um, somebody else's You just fault. shut up no. and let me do my job. No, that guy's an asshat, <laughs> and he knows it. It's all somebody else's. It's always somebody else's fault. Uh, it's one of the greatest moments in this show's history. I really dislike that guy. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, if it happens, I'm going to tell the truth. But I think you should. Oh, no, hey, I, when, I, when you get done, when you get done with this spiel, let me know. I'll t- I'll give you something that'll really piss you off. Uh, okay, There's nothing that happened to me, me a little off. earlier today, but go ahead. Don't, yeah, don't piss me off. As long as it don't cost me no money. All right, I'm looking at this today. The Washington Commanders reverse course, and they will start rookie quarterback Sam Howell in Sunday's regular season finale versus Dallas. Until late Wednesday morning, the commanders were strongly leaning towards starting Taylor Heineke and having Sam Howe play in relief, according to multiple sources. Carson Wentz will be inactive. So if you remember last week, like they had a chance to get to the playoffs. And they said, Taylor, thank you for everything you've done. We're gonna sit you down, man. We're gonna run with we're gonna run with old, old Carson Wentz. Ron Rivera had a feeling, I guess. And uh and it blew up in his face. They lost. They lost to the Browns, and now they are eliminated to the play in the playoffs. And he wasn't even aware they would be eliminated if the Packers lost, but they ended up being eliminated because the Packers blew out the Vikings. He said, we, "Wait, we were, we were eliminated." Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, Tyler, Clint, the Drive family. How in the hell have the Washington Football Team slash Commanders? been this much more successful than the Houston Texans. Mm. Uh, seriously, how like that has got to be so frustrating when you think about this. Look at their yo-yoing quarterbacks, Sam Howell, Taylor Taylor Haneke, Heineke, Carson Wentz. I mean, who else? Who was a quarterback? Who else did they they fool around? Who was the quarterbacks they've had in the past? McCoy, uh, wasn't M- he there for McCoy, a bit? They, uh, they had Fitzmagic, didn't Fitzmagic, they? Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. I mean, because they have they've refused to give Taylor the job. There've been, there've been multiple people they've refused. They've won seven games at least the last three seasons. Made the playoffs. Won the division. Made the playoffs in 2020. And we talk about dysfunction and turmoil that maybe the Texans have dealt with. Nobody is touching Washington. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yes, won games there. Can't win a damn thing here. Can't. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, that's right. Haskins was there. Like, Clint, I mean, the commanders, Daniel Snyder seems to be, like, on purpose working against them. Like, they, I mean, he, he does. Like, they're, they have to deal with all kinds of BS. Oh, I mean, my God. This don't make no sense. I mean, they got a couple of, I mean, they got a couple of good players. Like, Terry McLaren is a good player. It's not like Chase Young's been healthy. Chase Young's been hurt for like a year. They've won seven games at least in the last three years. This is my third football season with the Tech. They won their tenth in all three years. Total. A couple weeks ago against Tennessee, they won their tenth. I mean, good God. Like, when you put a perspective of everything that the Washington football team, they didn't have a name. Slash Commanders. And Clint, you show me this mascot. Hell, that's even that's that's as bad as anything else they're they're dealing Hogs with. Hogs are winners. Major Tutty. Major Tutty. Go check yeah. it. If you have not seen Major oink, Tutty. Oink. 
Like I mean, it's you, a pig that's like a major in the army. Isn't, isn't that what it yeah, was? Yeah, I mean, I it mean, looks friendly. If you look at that mascot, I mean, if you're a Washington fan, you almost have to say, I mean, that's the last straw. Like I, I'm out. <laughs> Like I gotta go somewhere. I'm, I gotta start chilling for the Ravens. That's one of those things. We, we need to come up with something. By the way, I know you're going somewhere with this, but we need to come up with something that's that's like all encompassing of the point of like how did several millionaires sit around the table and come up with that? <laughs> Major Teddy. Ma- like yeah, hey, I like him. That's it, man. Of course, that's like that's him. what we're riding that's with. Bagot. Go check it out. That's what we're gonna ride with. Look at it. look at Maggie. I mean, the whole thing, the name, the look, all of it. I mean, I guess they said we're going to go with Commander, so let's just keep rolling with it. Let's just keep going back. But seriously, Clint, like, I mean, we think we think the Texans and Houston has dealt with scandal and stuff. I mean, you could argue Washington's worse than theirs because it's their owner who won't leave <laughs> and won't get out. It's worse than theirs. They don't have good quarterback play. They're yo-yoing cats around. They're do- but they're in, they're they're competitive in playoff contention. They've made the play. I just oh my god. A, so this is this is what I'm telling you though. This is what makes me so sick about the Texans. Is I've said it a million times. It's not that difficult to win seven, that's, eight, that's nine. That's the first thing. That's the first thing I thought of when you say. Like you gotta try to beat this band. You gotta try to, man. They're trying to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean the thing is, I don't Washington. They're right, trying. right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, we we can get look. They're, they're, I think, I think when you look at what, at what they did last week is a major problem there. You know, they the, the reason they've been able to win a few games is because they got they got a couple of dudes like Terry McLaurin. They got a couple of dudes across that defensive line that are special. And, and as I said, it doesn't take a whole hell of a lot when when to get to that seven or eight range, it's getting over that hump that you got to be special, right? But last week is a perfect example. You, I mean, they've all but said like Taylor Heineke has the the backing of the locker room. Like he's yeah. he's a, a locker room guy. Like they like him. They feel like he gives him a chance to win ball games. They ride him all the way to a one game. Man, we got we got two ball games left in the season. And this one we're fixing to play means everything. We could possibly get into the playoffs. And by the way, we're going to bench you and go with Carson Wentz. I mean, that. And then Carson Wentz goes and does exactly what you fear Carson Wentz to do. Yep. So now, so, so, so now you've got, uh, I mean, you just got a terrible situation once again in Washington. It's, it's just dysfunction. It's just, again, how did that coaching staff sit around a table and say, now's the time to go back to Carson? After all the, after you've had, you've had, Several months of ex- you don't have to go off what somebody else said about what Frank Reich and the Indianapolis Colts said about how he exited Philly. Like you don't have to go back on all that. You've got a personal experience with Carson Wentz, and you've ch- you've chosen a significantly less gifted player for a reason, and he's put you in position to go to, to potentially go to the playoffs, and you bench him. Like I, like, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know that um, that anybody survives this. I like just, I, I just don't, and and, they, and look, I mean, Rivera may be around. I don't know what his contract is. He may be around for, but moves like that right there, you'll lose the whole locker room, you'll lose the whole team. I mean, you just went back to Carson, but he's done, with, but, but he's done it multiple times with Taylor. Taylor almost beat Tom. Played really well against Tom Brady. If I remember that playoff game was really, playoff, really he balled tight. out, and then lost his job the next year. Yep. They've been trying to replace him the whole way, but but just with that, Daniel Snyder. Just silly decisions. We watch the Texans make really bad decisions. Silly decisions. 
I mean, Washington doesn't have overwhelming talent. They've had injuries to their best player in Chase Young. They had an unfortunate death. Or, I'm sorry, he wasn't even on the team. They traded Haskins, and then he passed with Pittsburgh. But they didn't. They they they, they missed on a first-round pick at quarterback. Like, they've had all kinds. They're winning seven games a year. Yeah. And the Texans are I mean, sitting it, here at it, two wins. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we – the 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 comp is is very very legit, man. I mean, I, I'll, I'll argue that they didn't have Easterby in there running off your franchise quarterback and and they, the best player to ever play sorry, in the program and owner, trading though. away your best receiver. Yeah, it, right, right. I mean, <laughs> the owner was damn sure trying to tear apart the front office, li- to, literally and figuratively. They had to fire the entire radio staff because they were horned dogs. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tyler. But yeah, I mean, sorry, Tyler didn't, didn't mean didn't mean to. I don't dis- mean to group. They're, they're a different type of horned dog, man. They're a different type of horned dog than you, Tyler. <laughs> It is just it's just crazy. Like to, to the point you're ma- that you've made, like it is hard to be as bad as they've been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're lo- the way they're losing. Ten games in three years they've won. The way they're losing, they don't have as much turmoil and and, and dysfunction as, as Washington. Good hell, man! All right, coming up, I, I got a Davis Mills question. Next year, would you be all right with Davis Mills? being the Houston Texans' backup quarterback. Would you be good with Davis Mills returning as the backup quarterback, or do you want to just clean house and move on from him? We'll discuss that coming up next. I'm a part of the Mills Mafia, too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I see people on the uh, trailer will and frame text line giving their thoughts. I said... Would you be good with Davis Mills being a backup? But I also I, I did want to circle back to something I saw someone on the text line say, if Justin Fields isn't playing, then who is? If you missed it, the Bears, who are the only other team that can jump the Texans to be the number one pick if the Bears win or the Bears lose and the Texans win. It's a two-man race to it's lose. two-man race, baby. And uh, they, are, they are not starting Justin Fields. Nate Peterman. Some call him the Peterman. Nate Peterman. Is uh, is going to be the starter and and Clint <laughs> Nate's uh, Nate's numbers. I mean, I don't I, seriously. I don't yeah, know it's how not good. how Nate keeps getting jobs. I I, I probably I, a good culture guy. I really like Nate's Nate's been Nate's been kicking since 2017. And and, and, and I'll be honest with you, there's no way in hell Nate should play longer than you. I, I think it's – and I don't just say that because you're a friend. I gave you a grill. I gave you the passcode to get in my house. Good point. I don't just say that. Nate Peter, Peterman, career, 52% completion completion rate. Oh, my God. I mean, I believe you could do that in your sleep. 598 yards, three touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Three touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Been a rough, had a rough go at it, man. And he just keeps getting jobs. Yeah. 
Buffalo, Buffalo, Vegas, Vegas, Chicago, and now Chicago. It's just unbelievable. I mean, hell, you you threw four touchdowns, five picks in your career. I mean, good God. Shoot, I threw as many picks as I did touchdowns in one half. Right? Yes, sir. I mean, you ain't three to 13. Good God almighty, man. Nate Peterman. I could have got there if I'd have lasted a little longer. <laughs> yeah, well, you should have. If Nate, if Nate Peterman got this long. It's hey, just, prototype, just, man. Yeah, he's got that. Oh, six, well, he got to be 6'3", 230, 6'4". Yeah, he probably probably what, one, what many people want. Yeah. What's on uh, Nate, what's on Nate let's Peter? Go, let's what's on Nate here. Peterman standing Let's go hunt him down. He's standing at 6'2", so probably 6'1", then, right? 6'2", that's what you were measured well, at. That's a, that's a good, that's a, uh, that's tough. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what old Nate's bringing to the table, man. He's bringing picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah other, other 225. than 225. 6225. What was your plan, Wayne? That's about right. 220. Man. 220. Had to sit in the steam room for about 10 minutes to get to get there. More than enough. My goodness, man. That's just ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, j- just just to let you know, judging by history with Nate Peterman, if you're hoping that the uh, the Bears are going to go in and upset the Minnesota Vikings, I think I, I think you uh you could probably roll somewhere else <laughs> with that thought. All right, I I do want to get your thoughts and everybody in the drive family, Trailer Will and Frame text line is open seven one three five seven two four six ten. Clint, you know the position well. You played it far better than Nate Peterman, who's getting the start Sunday. You good? Are you all right with Davis Mills being with the Texans in a backup role next year? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, last thing I'm worried about is a backup quarterback on this on this roster. A- absolutely, Davis Mills doesn't doesn't. Um, it doesn't bother me one bit if he were if he were to be the backup. See, I wouldn't. I it would to me. It depends on who's the starter. Like I don't want Davis Mills to be the backup if Bryce Young's the starter. Like if if they draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or even Will Levis, they draft a quarterback in the first round. Like to me, I like the match of a vet. Like I like the match of somebody who he can lean on. Like I, I don't, I don't think Davis. We've seen it. I don't think Davis has it in him. I think Davis will play his position. Like if you got Gardner Minshew behind you, I think Gardner Minshew believes and do everything he can to try to beat you out as a starter. But I think Davis is a guy who'll just do what he's told. But like I, I would like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud to have somebody to pick the brain off. Of, oh, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I misunderstood the question. I, like, I, yeah, no, no. The, the 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 dynamic in the quarterback room has to change tremendously. Yes, I mean the the coach. Um, do you think that matters for a young quarterback? Absolutely. Who, who he's rolling with because that's what because because that's the deal is because if Davis returns, you'd think he'd be the backup. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I okay. Like I do. I'm just. I'm, I thought we were talking about this in a in a, in a date from a Davis Mills perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no. If if we're talking about the, the 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 best situation, which makes sense, by the way. Great question. Like like it, it's it, great point, great topic. It's one of those where, like, if you're going to draft a guy that you are so in love with that you feel like is a franchise guy, you're gonna take him number one overall. It only makes sense to surround him like specifically with guys that can help him develop, mature. Live a football, live a a football life, right? I mean, ultimately, and so to your point, yes, the best case scenario is quarterback, coach, and play caller, um, particularly one and the same if you can, and 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 a veteran backup quarterback 
that are all there together and a head coach that understands what needs to happen for a quarterback to to have success on a daily basis, what needs to happen, what needs to be poured into in, into him mentally, physically, verbally, what needs to be poured into him to make sure he's in the best spot, um, no questions asked. Absolutely, the backup quarterback w- would be a, a, a legit value if it were a veteran Fitzpatrick type of player yeah. that could help you in a pinch if you needed it, but ultimately is there to be a sounding board. Because yes. if, if Nick and the Texans decide to go to the route of like Jimmy G or Derek Carr, then I'm all right with Davis being the backup because your backup is a guy that I'm like, all right, these guys may get hurt. You know, this is a guy that may play, and these are vets who don't need – like they these are vets that will know their job, and Davis will know his job, and Davis is the backup, and you don't really need, you know, extra help or extra mentoring for Derek Carr or Jimmy G. To me, if it's Bryce – if it's C.J. Stroud, they're going quarterback, which I hope they do. Like, I, I get Davis maybe being in camp, but I think it's vital that they have somebody like – because for you, right, it was Quincy, and then it was – was it – Quincy or, and Chad Hutchinson, Quincy Anthony Chad. Wright. See, if they'd have had Randall in there, yeah, you know, that that I think that helps, you know, oh, no immensely. Like, no it, question. it's you all just young guys. No question. You talk yeah. about, like, if, if Randall would have been plugged in there. Now, he I don't know that he was interested in it, but had he been plugged in there, it would have helped Quincy Carter tremendously off the field. If it Randall changed, would have been all it, right about it. It would yeah. have changed his life, not yeah. just football. It would have changed Quincy's life. Yeah, I, I, I mean – it's it's just that this show this is just a a a small part of the big picture, uh, and I'm talking quarterback picture. It it just goes back to the way we ended the show yesterday with with I just Cal McNair, you got to get this right, man. And, and it can't be it it can't be well we're gonna be patient with it. Well you know we're gonna get the quarterback right and then we'll get no you've got to get you've got to get. All of it right, right now. Like, it makes no sense. Cal McNair, it makes no sense. Zero sense. If you're interested in winning ballgames anytime soon, it makes zero sense to not make every decision, every change, every hire, and flip every stone to to put your quarterback that you're going to draft number one overall. Whenever you make that decision, when you get that guy in here, it, it, there is no excuse. There's no justification. There's no reason not to have a guy that not we think is or could possibly be a, a, a good a good mentor as a backup. Not a guy that we think would be a good play caller as a play caller. Not a guy that 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 the OC brings in because they coached in the past together and doing each other a solid and. That's the quarterback coach. If you want to win ball games, your play caller has to be elite. Your quarterback coach, if he's not your play caller as well, he's got to be an an, an elite developer, an unbelievable communicator, uh, have unbelievable energy and attention to detail. Right, Your backup quarterback has to understand. He has to understand I'm a backup quarterback and my role is to mentor this young kid. If, yep. if that means you got to play a little bit, you play a little bit. That's fine. But but my role here is to pour into the number one overall draft pick in any way that I possibly can. Literally be waiting by my phone to if he needs something, I'm here for him. 
You've got – there's no reason, Cal McNair, you can't get that right. There's no reason. There's no excuse. It's, it's different. Like like Dak, Cooper Rush, like that. that's that's the kind of perfect thing he needs. Dak's a vet. Cooper is not somebody that's – like for him, for, for, for potentially Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, like for me, Clint, I'm thinking they need somebody that's seen a lot, played as a starter before. Like Tyrod Taylor would be fine. Uh, a guy that's lived it, uh, that's shown it. Case Keenum would be would be great. Like it doesn't even have to be somebody that has a similar skill set to them. I think it's more important for Case Keenum has started and played in a started all year and played in the playoff games. You know, for Minnesota, played an NFC Championship game for Minnesota. That a guy like that can sit there. Teddy Bridgewater. That's another one yep. who has started. That's been around. It's been through. Like guys like that, to me, are more vital. Uh, than, than Davis Mills. It's Davis Mills, if it's a young quarterback, to me is not the fit as your backup. And I think you got I think you move on from Davis Mills because I think that's more important. Everything there's, you're describing. There, there's no excuse. Well, Davis Mills can be the third string. Davis Mills can be the inactive yeah, quarterback. Yeah. Davis Mills, because, I mean, yeah. look, do whatever you want with Davis Mills. But the, the point is, is is there's just, there's just, like, I, like, I don't know how I honestly, having played the position, having covered the game and covered the position, and had a had an like an like almost a fascination with developing and and listening to coaches and being around coaches and around organizations and around the quarterback position. Like, I don't know how football highly paid football people don't get that. Like, never get it right. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can Ron Rivera? This this is a perfect example. How can Ron Rivera be an NFL head coach, making all the money he's made, been been in the game forever? How can you think that in any way, shape, or form, the right thing to do last week is to go back to Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke? Now, look, he may Heineke may he may have been injured. Some some I don't know, but but ultimately, he chose to go with Carson Wentz. Like, how can you, how can you not have a better grasp on what the hell's going on? I told I, I I told I told maybe it was you. I think yeah, it was you on this show. I had a big time D one college coach that 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 at the time was one of the winningest college coaches in the game active told me that he did he didn't know what went into quarterback play and coaching a quarterback until he met the guy that the the, the third hire at quarterback coach mm. this was a, this was a five million dollar a year plus point. guy how, how do you not know that yeah. like how do you, like and, and this is one of those where man i don't know what nick is thinking but if he don't do right by that quarterback and don't get that stuff right because there's no excuse not to i mean there's just no there's too many really good i'm talking about great coaches Somebody text in, can the quarterback, if you got a, a, a really good veteran quarterback coach like Josh McCown, uh, I wouldn't be that, mad. I wouldn't be mad at that. That's something that fills the void of where maybe you could keep Davis Mills. You get the right, you get the right play caller in place, and 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 Josh McCown maybe have crossed paths with him at some degree, or at least terminology wise knows what's going on. I would not be mad one one bit with Josh McCown being a quarterback coach. But I, I think you could. I think as you said, that could just be and not or. And Josh McCown is the quarterback co- or or veteran. You know, some, something that make a whole hell of a lot of sense since you brought that up. Cal McNair, Nick Casario. If you hire Josh McCown as a quarterback coach, if he wants to do that, it's a great move, not only for the quarterback in, in the room, but guess what? If in three years your offensive coordinator, if he's not your head coach, if your offensive coordinator balls out, does really well, gets a head job, you got an OC in waiting right there. You're creating a pipeline, just like Buffalo's done, just like Buffalo did 
with Brian Dable. He left Ken Dorsey bumped in there. You know who I saw on the bench yesterday or, or Monday night? Winky. Is Chris Winky over there? I'm pretty sure it was him on the bench talking to the quarterbacks. Mm. You don't think he's he's in line <clears throat> to move on up in that in that program? So, yeah, I mean, to, and again, as we're saying this and what's going on in Buffalo, like saying that about what's going on in Buffalo, they are just so they are light years ahead of the Texans. Like the Texans got to get on. They they got to get on. They got to shape things up and 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 get on board with with just doing those kind of things uh, in, in in a winning fashion. Yeah, yeah. All right, what you got coming up? Well, look here, man. We got uh, a, a huge move in college football. Absolutely huge move in college football. It has nothing to do with the national championship coming up Monday. I'm gonna tell you what that is, and we're gonna discuss. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do that. And I got to revisit something that happened when I was out of town. When I was uh, out out of the studio uh, in Texans unis, man. We we got again. Ain't that hard, fellas? I got the solution right there. All of that is uh, is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.